And now, your prayer intentions with author Peter and Jimmy. Hello and welcome to another edition of Your Prayer Intentions. We're very happy to spend the next half hour or so with you with some prayer, with some talk, with some thought as we pray for your prayer intentions. Now, we're going to do things a little bit out of order today. We're going to get to the second part of our interview right at the start. Normally, I usually say a little something before then, but... We're going to get to the second part of our interview. This is with Michael Manley, and his book is The Resurrection Network. And here is part two of that interview. Now, uh, you're talking about the various retreats and stuff you've done. So you're very, I presume you're very involved in your local parish and the like. How long, and how important has that been, getting involved in retreats, getting involved in the parish life and in the development of others' faith lives, in getting you to where you are today, the author of books, the authors of screenplays and so You know, uh, when you talk about the parish, you talk about a dynamic that is it's constantly, it, well, dynamic is moving. You talk about people who are there for the short term, for the long time, who have kids, who have sick kids, who have kids in high school, college, have parents they have to deal with. So you're talking about a myriad of possibilities, a myriad of, of experiences. And so when you're in the parish, it's good to remember that the ministry, the apostolate, is movable. It's a process. Since I'm loved by God, it stands to reason that I have to be sure that love to other people, closest people near me, other people in the parish, people in the pews. So our lives has always been to try to get involved as much as possible, even more so, in the lives of people. So how do you do that? How do you get someone who you don't know, make a friend, be a friend, and help get into their lives and maybe let them know how much God loves them? And that's like the, that's the question we have to ask ourselves. And it's kind of like make a friend, be a friend, and let them open to you. So being involved in the parish, whether it be retreats, whether it be talks, we do a lot, uh, whether it be uh, Eucharistic ministers, seeing the pain on people's faces, reaching out afterwards, taking that extra step, that's what we try to do, and that's what we think is the most important. How long have you been involved in all these various ministries? Meryl and I have been married 52 years this month, and I would say 51 and a half years. That was from the very beginning. In, in New Jersey, there was a Catholic family uh, movement. We said, what's that? Right after we were married, and we started with that, and we went to the various church renewal programs and offshoots of that and gathered. Matter of fact, even our kids gave several retreats. There was a retreat we did many years ago, and uh, it was a family retreat. So we had all our kids give talks on those retreats, and they thought it was fantastic. Now, that's actually an interesting thing because the timing of that is around the time that something like that became most needed where you've seen the breakdown of the family, where you see people who have lost their direction. And so you got right involved. So you've been fighting a good fight right at the time that when it's been needed the most. You know, and what's important going back then, you know, this is the 50th anniversary of Humanae Vitae. Meryl and I, we read that and it changed our lives. Because in there, number 21 is called Mastery of Self, that section. And that section says, for those couples who practice periodic contents, in other words, they abstain from sex and love each other in other ways. It changes their family, it changes their lives, it changes their children. When we first read that, we said, what does the Pope know about this? But you know what? We said, because we love ourselves, let's do natural family planning. We taught that for many years. And now our kids are older. We taught natural family planning. We did that, and unbeknownst to us, as our, we were living our lives, 
our children's lives were forming, were being formed. And that's the key. Here it is now, all these years later, five children, they're married to five great Catholics. We have 23 grandchildren. The oldest the, to the youngest can say the rosary. They know what the Hail Mary is all about. So we have to say that the traditional Catholicism is alive because of the example of the parents. Not that we, not that we planned it. We hoped that maybe it would be, but you know, God has blessed us and has blessed everything that we've touched. Yeah. Really, the key. The key is if you bring faith in early, if you make faith a part of your life, then God blesses you abundantly. You're the yield that's 30 fold, 60 fold, 100 fold, as He talks about the seed that's in good soil. And a good soil is a good solid marriage and involvement in the church, involvement in, in the parish and the people. Yeah, yes, I, I also have to say that, you know, we thank God for the good things, we thank God for the bad things too. And, but the point is, is that a faith that's alive can withstand a lot. And it's relying on God's grace to get us through. We happen to be blessed on the positive side. There are fantastic families blessed with a lot of anguish, blessed with a lot of hurt, blessed with a lot of turmoil, blessed with a lot of grief. And for those folks, we just wish them continual strength and God's love. And that's one other thing, especially in this age, you have a people who don't really know their neighbors even. They're so engaged on social media. They're so engaged with their computers. They're so engaged with... You'll, you'll go on to a, uh, a place or be in a line and everyone will be down looking at their phone and not seeing each other. And how important is the value of seeing the people, just seeing what's around you? You know, it's kind of interesting because, yeah, uh, social media, I, I, guess, I guess it's important to know what's going on, but not every moment. There's none of us that have lives that demand that immediate attention to whatever details coming across. So I think it's important that, yeah, all this is good, but you know what? Nothing takes the place of looking, talking, uh, dialoguing, talking with, with other people, being together. And I think a lot of social media is simply uh, chest thumping. Look what I've done. Uh, many times, I, I am not on Facebook. Neither am I, actually. I never, I, I figured, you know, Forgetting everything else, what about the confidentiality? Now, what about the privacy? You know, so I've chosen never to get involved with that. And uh, to go back to the question like, how do I sell the books? I'll let others talk about me. I'm not going to do it. And are those books a conversation with the reader to some degree? It's that you talk about how you dealt with people in your local area. You've dealt with the people around you. And now through your books, you now have those conversations far beyond that. But you've done those early conversations first to give you the baseline. Especially the Resurrection Network. That's one that every page is something that can be a dialogue, that can create conversation, that people can agree with you or disagree with you. I don't care about whether they agree with me. I want the polarity so they can come together and talk about it talk about what's important how do you save babies at what point do you say dead is good i say you never say dead is good because that's the work of satan so i try always to create life and that's what these books are about and life when it comes down to it if you if you don't have a respect for life it's very hard to respect once you've lost the respect for life all the other respects and all the other building blocks drop you know life when you respect life you're saying yes to god's grace god's grace is life and when you say yes to life, you're saying yes to God's grace. 
you may not understand it. You may be a novice at realizing that it's there, but you're saying yes to something that's above and beyond yourself that was given us through the sacrifice of Jesus. Now again, the two books, let's see those one more. The books are The Resurrection Network and The Alley. And do we have a name for the screenplay yet? Any word on if that's going anyplace? The screenplay is called The First Step. And uh, suffice to say, here's the question. What happens when a humble person meets a very prideful person? And we have only to look to the scriptures to see what happens with that. When humility meets pridefulness. The results can be disastrous and could lead to a person not forgiving themselves. That's what that's about. All right, so Michael Manley, again, the books are The Resurrection Network and The Alley. And where can people find those? You can go Amazon.com. So you don't have a separate website of your own for this stuff? No, no, that's a little bit beyond my ability. Uh, Maybe I ought to, but uh, that's for someone else to figure out, not me. So Amazon will be fine. And I understand that there's several Michael Manleys out there. So if you're going to search for you... Do we have to specify the books, or is, do we say Catholic Michael Manley? Or That's a good point. I should do that. But no, you have to put Michael Manley, The Alley, or Michael Manley, The Resurrection Network. And The Resurrection Network is really a very good story. All right. Well, Michael, thank you so much. Very happy to have you on the radio show. And when your next books come out, we'd be very happy to have you back and talk about those as well. We'll definitely do it, Peter. We definitely will. Thank Tell us about your ministries, because I mean, it seems to me that the best authors are involved in their churches and involved in the church ministries and it informs them so much whether it's adoration or whether it's prison ministry or whatever when when you're involved in ministries the stories are better well you when involved in ministries you're involved in the people of god and let me tell you god is miraculous he tells us what to do where to go he creates a life if we surrender to his holy will and that's what it's all about can't get more or summing it up than that. Michael Manley, again, thank you so much for your time. Peter, thank you so much. And thank all of you for listening on WQPH 89.3 FM as we have another conversation with Catholic authors. And that was part two of our interview with Rod Michael Manley. The book is The Resurrection Network. Now, we're going to do our prayer requests now. And uh, just to remind you, if you have prayer requests, you can get them to us several different ways. You can email them to us at wqph893 at comcast.net. That's wqph893 at comcast.net. You can post them on the prayer wall at wqphradio.org slash prayer wall. Yeah, slash prayer wall. And you can put as much or as little details as you want. Of course, if you see me either at St. Bernard's or at uh, any other location, feel free to give me those prayer intentions or you can tweet them at us. Tweet to Radio WQPH on Twitter. Any of those methods, and we are very, very happy to pray pray for any intentions you have. And again, just a reminder, if you have prayer intentions, you don't have to give details. You can just say private intention. And private intention is good enough for us as far as we're concerned. So if you have a prayer request, just feel free to just say very little, if anything. Because God knows what we're talking about. So let's go to that. And we have some prayer requests here. We have a prayer request from Lisa and her daughter. Uh, Lisa's daughter is having some uh, growth restrictions. And she's pregnant. The daughter, you know, is unborn. So this could be a premature baby. So let's pray for the baby. Let's pray for the mother. And let's pray for... uh, for Lisa, you know, pray for them all. 
Uh, we have a prayer request from Anthony. He's been having intrusive thoughts, which have been intense and have been scaring him. And, you know, sometimes when you're in prayer, sometimes when you're doing things, you know, you have to, you have to deal with stuff. So please pray for him as he deals with those things. We also have a prayer request for a newly married couple. Prayer request for a mother having a very difficult or risky pregnancy, I should say. Prayer request for a father who's working very hard to earn the money to get a house so he can bring his family over and be reunited. He's, if you're an old Italian like myself, you know the story. You know, father comes, works very hard, earns money, and brings their family over so they can be together. So even without fam person without with his wife and children for a couple of years trying to or earn the money to give them to bring them to a better situation. Uh, we have a prayer request for Chris and Eliza, who are having a lot of medical problems. I understand that there's going to be a chapter of the Legion of Mary that they're trying to form down at St. Cecilia's Church, so a prayer request there for the success and growth of that chapter. Ask for a prayer request for... Uh, the success of the adoration at St. Bernard's. We're always looking for new people to come and adore Mondays and Tuesdays. And if we can get enough people, we can think about expanding it. But until we get the people, we're going to stick with Monday and Tuesday for now. A prayer request for Christians on the Los Angeles Dodgers. There's a big thing about the Dodgers, which we're going to talk about after we do our prayers. And a prayer request especially for those Catholic ball players who has spoken out about bringing in an anti-Catholic group and honoring it at Georgia Stadium, because they're, they're getting a lot of pushback from those who do not have a great love for the Catholic faith. Request for the strength. And for all of this, let us uh, pray the second software mystery, which is the scourging at the pillar. All right, and, and of course we have our standard prayer requests. We have a prayer request for Mary, for Luke, for uh, Nancy, for the intentions of the Dominican Sisters of St. Cecilia, for Marianne, not the one you're thinking of, who works at the station, but a different one. Of course, we'll pray for Marianne, too, because you know, she, she, she's certainly worth it. Uh, to pray for the donors and the intentions of the donors of uh, WQPH, and for all the parish priests in the area, and for the new graduates that they may advance in knowledge and in faith. Their uh, trip in higher education will not dim their faith, which we've seen a lot of lately in this country. So let's begin as we begin all of our prayers. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The second solve for mysteries is scourging at the pillar. We offer the O Lord Jesus this 12th decade in honor of bloody scourging, and we ask that he through this mystery, through the intercession of thy Holy Mother, the mortification of our senses. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. My Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Ye all souls in heaven, especially those who are most in need of thy mercy. May the grace and mystery of the scourging of the pillar come down to our souls. Amen. For those of you doing the indulgence calendar, here are the prayers for the intentions of the Holy Father. Glory be to the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in the day of battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and stands of the devil. May God rebuke me humbly, pray, and do thou, a prince of the heavenly host, by the power of God, thrust and tell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. And we pray this as we pray all our things. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, I alluded to this before, and let me give you the story. I'm going to try and do it briefly because we don't have a lot of time. Uh, basically, the Los Angeles Dodgers, like a lot of organizations during June, have Pride Nights honoring gay and homosexuals. And I mean, June used to be a month for brides, but as we've become more secular and as we've gone more and more away from Christianity, we've seen this trend. And it's been a milquetoast thing to a, quite a bit. But the Los Angeles Dodgers took the trouble of inviting a group called the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, which is an anti-Catholic group that basically it's men in drag who dress up like nuns and make fun of the faith. And they do some rather provocative things, shall we say. And oddly enough, the Dodgers were planning not just to have them there as part of Pride Night, but to honor them as heroes. Well, Senator Marco Rubio, who's a Catholic, wrote them saying, you know, these guys are anti-Catholic. They're, you know, they're offensive to Catholics. You really shouldn't be honoring these folks. And the Dodgers decided to rescind the invitation. They didn't pull out the Pride Night. They just said, we're not going to have the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. The gay groups got an uproar because, after all, what's the point of being gay if you cannot insult the Catholic faith, apparently, and demanded, we will not have anything unless you invite these people back and honor them. Well, the Dodgers, being the uh, organization of Tommy Lasorda, a famous Catholic, and Vin Scully, who died last year, very, very strong Catholic, caved like a wet blanket. And they've re-invited these drag queen nuns 
and intend to honor them. And it's it's how do I say it? If they were a group that was mocking Islam, not only would they not be invited, but the people in charge of inviting them would be fired. But because they're hitting Catholic, it's considered okay. Uh, the Catholic League has been is been campaigning about it. Catholic voters complaining about it. Bishop Barron has written about this and has commented, and it's. It, and Catholics around are, are outraged over it. And if there's been some effect on Dodgers ticket sales, not huge effects yet, as this is still coming up. But I want to remind you, but as all of these things continue to happen, as all of these things that are attacking the faith continue to become more and more common, I want to remind you of something that Jesus said during his Last Supper discourses. And it's something I've brought up in the past, and it's worth reiterating, especially at this time. And I've often commented that we've had easy Christianity for a while. And now we're going to have to have the chance to find out who really believes and who doesn't. And I'm going to start from John chapter 15. And I want you to understand this, because this is very important, because this is something that People of faith are going to, this challenge chapter 15, we're going to start at verse 18. If the world hates you, realize that it hated me first. This is Jesus talking to his disciples. If you belong to the world, the world would love its own. But because you do not belong to the world, and I have chosen you out of the world, the world hates you. Remember the word I spoke to you. No slave is greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word... They would also keep yours. And they will do all these things to you on account of my name, because they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would have no sin. But as it is, they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me also hates my father. If I had not done the works among them that no one else ever did, they would not have sin. But as it is, they have seen and hated both me and my father. But in order that the word written in the law, might be fulfilled. They hated me without cause. When the Advocate comes, whom I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of truth that proceeds from the Father, he will testify to me. And you also testify, because you have been with me from the beginning. And it's going on into chapter 16. I've told you this so you may not fall away. They will expel you from the synagogues. In fact, the hour is coming when everyone who kills you will think he is offering worship to God. They will do this because they have not known either the Father or me. I have told you thus, so that when the hour comes, you may remember what I told you. And the time is coming when we as Christians are going to have to deal with this hatred head on. I know it's a little somber thing to close on, but let's do our closing prayer very quickly. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. O God of mercy, as we reach out to those seeking you, send forth your Holy Spirit upon this show, this station, the stations that carry us, and all those who listen to renew us in faith. Enable us to share the good news of the gospel with loving words and caring deeds so that those who have drifted away may be drawn to your church and follow the way of your Son, Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the light. We make our prayer through Jesus our Lord. Amen. And we pray it in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Until next week, we will see you next time 
on your prayer intentions. Goodbye and God bless. On the WQPH Community Calendar. The Adoration Team at St. Joseph Parish, 118 High Street, Medford, invites you to 40 Hours Adoration for the Feast of Corpus Christi in the Lower Church, beginning Wednesday, June 15th at 4 p.m. and ending Friday, June 17th at 8 a.m. To sign up, please email adoration24sj at comcast.net or text or call 617-459-8735. That's 617-459-8735. On the WQPH 89.3 FM community calendar, St. Bernard's Parish at St. Camillus Church in Mechanic Street in Fitchburg is looking for doors for their days of adoration. Adoration is currently Monday after the 8.30 a.m. Daily Mass till 7 p.m. and Tuesdays after the 8.30 Mass till 4 p.m. They're also looking for adorers on Sundays that'll be running from after the 8 a.m. Mass till after the 6 p.m. Mass on Sundays. If you have an interest in doing adoration on either of those days or in the Sunday adorations, Email us at WQPH893 at Comcast.net. That's WQPH893 at Comcast.net. Subject line, Adoration. This has been the WQPH 89.3 FM Community Calendar. This is Peter and Jeremy, host of Your Prayer Intentions, every Saturday here on 89.3 WQPH Shirley Fitchburg. Do you have a prayer request that you'd like me to pray for or perhaps the whole community? Well, include that prayer request in an email. Specify if you want it on air or off, and email that prayer request to WQPH893 at Comcast.net. Let me repeat that. It's WQPH893 at Comcast.net, and we will pray for you. If you have an urgent request that you're looking for immediate prayer, tweet me directly at the Tech Guy blog on Twitter or the Tech Guy blog on Gab. God bless you.